little girls. This seems to say. But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes, before he could find the right words. What made you think I'm crazy? Okay, then. Okay, then. Okay, then. Whatever are you doing? Hello, and welcome to Spoilerama Special Birthday Edition. Because I'm Mick Jordan and it's my birthday. And I'm Marina Gorski and it's not my birthday. But to celebrate mine, we went to see Les Amants Yes. Except you didn't know it was a celebration for my birthday. You just went along because I told you. Yes. Well, at the time it was August. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we said we'd do, we'd do the special for my birthday. Yeah. Because it's a special film to me. Exactly. Is it now a special film to you? No. Really? <laughs> sure. Did you no, like it, it at is. all? I loved it. I really, really liked it. Did you expect it? Um, yes, actually. French films have that effect. Oh, on yeah. Me. I know you love French cinema, but given this was like, it's 19, it's a 91. I've no I think clue. It's, I think it's 91. And um, it's, I thought obscure enough, but apparently it's very highly celebrated. This is why it was being shown. Yeah. It's been shown the IFI. But it wasn't at the time it came out, was it? No, well, this because this is what I remember about it. They even, when it was shown in the IFI, they had an introduction and they were talking about how expensive it was and and that it just went way over budget and it was it was forgotten because of that. Yeah. Well, and I they had to recreate. Oh, they recreated the bridge. Basically, three or four bridges in Paris plus the surroundings of the bridge in yeah. Paris. Um, b- because they had permission to film on the bridge. Yeah. And because the bridge was being repaired. You know, there's a sign in the film where they say the bridge is closed for repairs. Yeah. And that's what happened. They were given permission to film while that was going on. But um, Dennis Levant broke his leg just as they were about to start filming. I don't think they filmed anything on the actual bridge. So they had to postpone all filming until he, he, he got better. Did he break his leg on that first scene? Um, no, no, he broke it off. He broke it, it broke it off offset. It had nothing ah, to do with the okay. film. That's why they incorporated it into the film because they had to have ah. some scenes with him without it. But it delayed the film massively, and so they had to rebuild the whole thing, and that put a huge increase on the budget. And therefore, because it was government funded, almost the entire film budget from the state for that year went on this film. Mm. That's why it was so controversial, because people were outraged that all this government money went on this one film, which they saw as a vanity project for Leos Carax. And then when it came out, people were all out to get it. And they did. They just said, that's what all our government money has gone on, this one film. Yeah. And that was my thought at the time. Like, I loved it at the time. But I remember thinking, yeah, but it's just another French film. It's not surely, why should this just be the massive thing it is? That, yeah. That far as they're concerned. Then, like the more I think about it over the years after, any time I thought of it, I said, God, that was a fabulous film. And that, I think that's only the second time I've seen it. Maybe the third. I might have seen it on video. But seeing it again, it's pretty much 20 or more years since I saw it last. Yeah. And it was amazing, I thought. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. No, it was. I loved it. Like the whole, the story itself is lovely. Mm-hmm. And it's just so human. The feelings and the sentiment and how real it can get, like how 
you can become homeless so easily. Well, yeah, it's so topical now as well yeah. here. And it's, you know, and how they dealt with it. And like, they didn't even take drugs. I mean, I know they drank, mm-hmm. but they didn't take drugs or anything. No. Well, your man took drugs to sleep. He did, but that was only t- like was tranquilizers. And he only took them um, because he the only other way he gets sleep was drinking. Yeah. Basically, he was, it was the man was giving him the drugs so as to stop him from taking drink. Yeah. And it was just tranquilized to help him sleep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, they didn't really take drugs, drugs. Like it wasn't an addiction or anything. No. So I, I liked that they showed that rather than just the same old homeless taking drugs, you know, that kind of stuff. I, I kept thinking, though, even at the end when it was winter, I was like, yeah, but what if they were homeless during the winter? Mm-hmm. Would they survive? What would they do? I know there's oh, like yeah. the shower houses and all that where they went to. That sounds wrong. That sounds like a Nazi thing. <laughs> 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 that they went to to clean themselves. And Yeah. But I don't know how they would survive during the winter. But anyway, I liked their story about each other. Mm-hmm. And that she suddenly just left at the end when she felt like how selfish he became. Oh, he became like what he was doing was unreal. Yeah. Uh, because he was he was so he desperate not to, to lose, lose her. But he had nothing to lose anyway, other than her. Yeah. Like she didn't. He didn't have anything else. It's not as if he had a, an actual something to live for. If you get me. Yeah. At that point, so you know. Well, this is, like he did, he didn't want anything to change. Things. He just yeah. didn't want her to go, and he didn't want her. Like he was willing to risk her sight. Yeah. Like he found it was a possibility her sight could be saved and therefore he didn't want her to find out about it. Yeah. And that whole thing. Away, and then yeah. she'd be gone and he would. Have, so that and that it was basically portraying him very much almost as primitive. Yeah. And he looks at it, as you said, like you said yourself. Uh, that's but I think that's deliberate. Like he is. If he says very little. Yeah, it's all grunting. Quiet, yeah. yeah. She does most of the talking. Yeah. And she is. But they're they're both very like he's feral effectively. And she is too, to an extent, she becomes like that from being on the way because she clearly wants to be there yeah. after a while. She th- this is what she wants to do. But then, but that's because she's given up because she's losing her sight. She's given yeah, up on she's life. she's an artist. Yeah. So the one thing I think she loves, she won't be able to. Well, yeah. she will, but she won't be able to see what her work. Yeah. Basically. And she won't be able and to see other people's work, which yeah. is why she wants to go back in to see Renoir one more time. Yeah. So it is, I mean, it's like it's heartbreaking in that sense because I didn't expect the ending. I didn't. I thought she would go blind and All right. just, you know, maybe he would end up killing her because he was so in love with her kind of thing. Yeah. Or she would leave him and he'd go after her and end up killing her because she, she killed her ex, didn't she? No. Or was that just in her mind that that happened? Oh, I think it was in her mind because remember she was still looking for him and he was trying to get her away from the ex as well. The ex was the cello player. Yeah. And he then found a cello player on the underground and made sure the cello player was gone before she could find him. Do you remember that point in front where she where walking in the underground she hears the cello player and he runs off and puts a knife to him and tells him to get onto the underground. Another way of him making yeah, sure... Yeah, but that's, that's him gone. But then... She goes over to him and puts the gun through the peephole. No, that's sorry. Yeah, that's that has to be in her mind. Okay. Because I think uh, when she does that, she's fully sighted as well. I think there is. I don't. I mean, I know things. It's in the trailer and everything as well. It's it's there. I'd say partly it's there just to have an image for the film. 
like it's it's a lot of posters are that a lot okay. of the one second trailer would be that yeah it's just a dramatic scene to have which a lot of french cinema does which is fine i think yeah like i mean it does it's deliberately surreal and avant-garde which is another thing did you find it avant-garde i did yeah yeah like quite experimental yeah and he does that all the time like in th- and i love the way he does it like it's just it's very real and very raw and then suddenly it's just totally surreal but completely realistic at the same time yeah that's like what i mean it, it, bela- it belongs yeah there. it makes sense um throughout the film if you're hearing noises it's just because we're sharing a leather couch yeah and you keep moving on it house. and i'm the, and you'll hear me moving as far away as possible from marina that's not in true come on tell them the truth mick what are you really doing Trying to get off the fucking yeah. couch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're talking about Les Amont du Pont Neuf, not Les Non Amont. Non Amont. Les Amont Non. Les Amont. No, c'est Amont de Pont Non. I'll get us a t shirt to walk around Madrid saying that. We are not together. <laughs> no one ever <laughs> says. I never thought it for a second. <laughs> now they're protesting too much. Yeah. But to the film. You were saying there about the ending and you weren't expecting the ending the way it was that she did get rescued and did get a side back and so on. But what about the final sequence of it? I itself? don't know if I liked that. Oh, wow. Like, no, I did and I didn't. Like, I just thought. She went back to him after everything that happened. Right. Which is a bit... He's a psycho. Like, you know, he's not a psycho, but you can see he's mentally unstable. Yeah. Well, I know so is she. But she doesn't know, first of all, he doesn't know... Well, she knows that he killed someone. Yeah. But that was an accident. Yeah, but it was. Still, it was his fault, but it was an accident. But the lengths but he went yeah. just for her not to get her sight back. Yeah. Oh, I so, know. I mean, it's it's a bit creepy. Like I, it's cinema. I mean, people do weird things and yeah. they still love each other. Like what? Um, people stay together for the bizarrest of reasons, don't, don't they? they? <laughs> weird. Um, <laughs> can't even continue that. But I just thought I don't know. I I love the Jewish couple in the in the in the boat. Oh God, yes. Oh, <laughs> you mean the ending on the bridge? That, that no, no, no. Lovely. That ending in the boat. Oh, that okay, yeah. because of the fact that it's she's come back to him for one day effectively she can do a visit and she's all glamorous now and beautiful and so yeah. on even though i preferred her before and it's just it's as if they're having this one moment of goodbye and then they decide to get on the barge and go off into the night effectively and the, the old couple and even down to the little bit of detail the old couple who speaks so deadpan like so dry yeah. the talk, so yeah. monotone and it's their last ever trip and she's they said they asked him where are you going and Judy Bernard says wherever you want or something like that and then just the music comes up as well like do you remember the song the Pacific, at him though, didn't they say I think so like but I think but I think the couple were going to the Pacific but they were asking Juliet and Denise yeah. where they wanted to go but it was just the whole abandoning it's like a really over happy ending yeah, that works. Yeah. Like it's sur- it's a surreal happy ending because they can't really escape this, but they do. Yeah. You just say, no, this is happening. This is it's not reality. We've yeah, accepted that long ago. Even the way he just brings her into the water, then basically trying to kill her when she says she wants to go, and they're on the bridge, and he jumps with her into the water, 
And then they get rescued by the bar. Yeah, but that's because yeah. he. I know. I do see that. He's crazy. I don't all right. Like him. All right. Okay. <laughs> I love her. I think she's great. She, I follow her on Instagram. Do you? Yeah, she's Didn't a lovely woman. Well, I'm very big fan of her myself, as you know, and, know and it stems from that time. He has posters in his bedroom. Not of Julia Fanage. Mm-hmm. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> you have a photograph album. I had photographs of her around. I have. Oh, oh, dear. Yeah, but the main reason, in fact, is that I why you have photographs of me as well? <laughs> is this I what pizza does? This. Yes, Mick got me pizza. That's <laughs> how he lured me into his house. Oh, I have pizza. And an Elmodovar film. Sorry. Anyway, so <laughs> the film is, a, is great. Like I really, I loved the film. I love, even though he creeped, creeped you me out. out. But obviously the style that's, of that's, it that's the, the point of the film. He is a creepy guy and she mm. just loves him because it's love, you know. Well, I think no, it's more she's certainly the superior one in rela- she's in control of the relationship because she can leave. She does leave. Yeah. At the time. So she doesn't need him as much as he needs her. But you I get the impression because there is a scene of her after she visits him in prison, she goes back to where she lives and she's living with the doctor who saved her sight. So that is she's under obligation to him. And that's what she wants to get away from, which is what she does. So she knows, like he's, Dennis Levant is going to be her little puppy dog. Yeah. Total control. But again, that's all bringing reality into it and so on. It's a hyper real film. As I said, they wouldn't in normal circumstances get away with that. Yeah. But you but accept that because this is fantasy in so many ways. They are getting away with it. They are going on into the sunset. And it's all hyped up because everything about the film is hits on the senses the music the fireworks remember the fireworks mm, part yeah, that was oh, no, but I loved the scene where they dance on the bridge yes and they dance haphazardly yeah they keep going from one dance to another at one yeah. point there's um, David Bowie playing and she's running across the top yeah. of the bridge beating herself like throwing her arms around and then suddenly they're doing a waltz on the bridge yeah. it's just brilliant and it's a waltz that is so they're not trying to waltz but they no. do like they're in that rhythm but they're like hitting off each other and coming back yeah. around but it just flows with the music it's it's synchronized to the music but yeah. at the same time it's all over the place yeah like that was a, a totally really great scene and i'm sure that's what sells the film probably as well because they have that on the on the, on trailer, the trailer yeah and i'm sure that's what people take from the film as well as that scene because it's just so Great, and I'm sure that's a lot of scenes in cinema are based on that scene. I have yeah. the impression I've seen that kind of thing before, but I know it wouldn't. They wouldn't be co- he wouldn't be copying from anyone. People probably yeah. copy from not copy, but you know, take inspiration, inspiration. from that. Yeah, <laughs> we will <laughs> certainly will be doing we? that. Oh yeah, we'll have fireworks in all our films from now on. Okay, but no, but I mean the dance and the whole. Yeah, well, the whole well, the thing is. One thing that struck me about it, the camera's nearly always moving. There's constant, like when, and they are too, like when they're running up and down the bridges. And in that sequence, I think as well, like a few weeks since we saw it, the camera goes all the way along the bridge, one and then comes all the way yeah. back, this whole thing. But it's, that's what I love about it. It is just a treat for the senses. But what always gets me is right at the end, that whole bit of they're going off and the music that comes on then as well, I think is really good. And particularly when we saw it, it's a stereo soundtrack. It's not surround sound soundtrack. The sound was very almost harsh, but good yeah. for that. Oh, I really noticed that, that it felt like 
you could feel the speakers there rather than the normal perfectly digital speakers you get yeah because i mean it was 35 mil and i presume you noticed that oh yeah definitely yeah and you can see that it was an old print like the one and you spot that made it special oh it really added to it for me so it was a wonderful i'm now decided i'm going to buy the blu-ray or dvd because i forgotten how much i love this film yeah no it, it is really it's good i think it's one of my favorite french films like it's it's it, i really really like it like storytelling and everything is just it's really really good mm-hmm. and it's not like it, it makes sense it's french so yeah well it's very french and it's very avant-garde as we mm-hmm. said that whole thing and even her sitting on the statue with the gun yes that, uh, that scene is brilliant i get it because it's uh, like it's so much a film of where he got the idea that make a great image has nothing to do with the rest of the film but let's just stick it in yeah like it's just suddenly they're up there and she's just firing bang bang and it isn't even no but it makes sense because they're mad yeah they're mad that would be something you would expect them to do he set yeah. them up so well that they're just fucking crazy that any sorry that anything they do you accept because they are mental mm-hmm so oh yeah be, but at the same time it's such a surreal image in itself it's like the scene in is it band apart where the three of them get up and, and start do the dancing dance. yeah, yeah yeah it's like that it's and it's like that is in of itself you think yeah it's a bit naff looking and then you say no it's not it's utterly cool yeah and yeah. that's what i felt with this as well and i think that's what the problem with the film at the time it came out it wasn't appreciated for that it, it normally isn't well no but because i can imagine the uproar over the yeah it was resented it was yeah. seen as um oh these posh university types using all our french money to make their pretentious films yeah that's really what i felt like i've m- think it felt like at the time and now with hindsight you look back and say oh amazing film yeah yeah bless him i'd say he got so much criticism it's probably tough getting that. Well, I mean, he didn't make another film for another 10 years or something, they said. Yeah. And he made one film before that, which was, again, with Juliette Panache and um, Dennis Levant, which was where I discovered her. And that was, again, surreal and really good, but that was a lot less money. Mm. And this is what suddenly they threw all this money at this 26-year-old kid, and he makes this, and they say, it's just pretentious shite. Yeah. So leave it there. Thank you for joining us. We still have to do our challenges for next week. What's this yours? Can you remember? I cannot. (laughs) Beautifully phrased. I cannot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yours was to watch a classic you'd never seen before. Oh, yes. And yours was to watch something to do with art. Correct. Which kind of did with the Lizamont (laughs) Department. But you've uh, seen it before, so. But it's not really. Why would you say it's to do with art? Because she she does art. Oh, and I suppose yes. Okay, that's me. No, done. no. Okay, I'll just watch it again. No. Okay. Okay. Well, join us next time when we're probably doing Black Klansman. In Madrid. Oh yes, <laughs> that's it. Perfect. Let's go to Madrid, and the first fi- the film we review will be a 1970s set exploitation film. Yes. How appropriate. I've been Mick Jordan. And I've been Marina Gorski. Happy birthday. <laughs> Woohoo. Woohoo. He's a jolly good fellow. <laughs> He's a jolly good fellow. <laughs> Can I make a wish now? No. I'll make it for you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>